What's up, everybody? My name's Will Polston. Welcome back to Red Rage. My first episode, I told you about how I was gonna start with a Jared Goff episode, but he kinda looked eh, uh, against my team. He did enough to win. 219 and two touchdowns. It's not a great game, but it's enough to where I should keep my mouth shut. And I had a lot to say about the Bears, but now, now's the day, man. Now I'm finally bringing you the Jared Goff hatred episode. I know this is the episode everyone's been waiting for. Everybody hears me talk bad about Jared Goff, and I think everybody wants to know why. So today I'm going to give you the top five reasons as to why Jared Goff is the biggest bitch in the NFL. Let's go! First off, his nickname's Mr. Perfect. Like, fuck you, dude. Where do you get off, Mr. Perfect? Okay, sure, Mr. Perfect. Have you ever watched a Jared Goff football game and ever thought that he was the perfect quarterback? I wanna know who the fuck came up with this nickname. Like, who the hell came up with the nickname Mr. Perfect for Jared Goff? What have you seen before him? Christian Hackenberg and Zach Mettenberger? Like, who the hell thought that this was the perfect quarterback? He better be perfect in other means, because he's definitely not perfect whenever it comes to playing in the NFL. I'm so tired of that sick and conceited nickname that, like, I just can't fucking take it anymore. Like, all the players in the NFL, and he's going to be Mr. Perfect? Like, if you're going to call yourself Mr. Perfect, you better be good. To the person who gave him the nickname Mr. Perfect, please feel free to come on Red Rage and explain why. And explain why uh, your, your views on perfection are so misconstrued, because if Jared Goff's the pinnacle... What does that make Pat Mahomes? What does that make Deshaun Watson? What does that make Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson? Like, who, where the hell does Jared Goff fit in any of that? Numero dos! His cold weather uh, disability, I should say. I don't even know if disability, like, yeah, I guess that is the right word. Disability, he does not have the ability to play in cold weather games. It's kind of a throwback to the, one of the first podcasts we ever shot on GMs for Hire. It's awesome, awesome throwback. I'm going to link that card right here. It's gonna be awesome. If you wanna go back, there's a really big timestamp right at the end of the episode, and I'll make sure to leave that timestamp right here in the description, where I talk about how bad he is in cold weather games. And I mean, he is pitiful, like awful, like Jared Goffle. Like that is, he's fucking terrible. More like Jared Goof in the cold. It's not fucking good. <laughs> Jared Goof. Jared Goof should be your new name. Numero three. It kind of relates back to number two. So the kid's been a California boy, born and raised, always been there, then never left. I mean, he went to high school there, he went to college there. He now plays the pros in Los Angeles. I mean, the man has legit never left California. And I think that should kind of talk a little bit about the player he is. And the fact that not only can he not take cold, but he can't take like any type of weather, uh, like any type of bad weather at all. I saw this clip when he went to the Pro Bowl, and it was starting to rain at the Pro Bowl. It was in Orlando, so, I mean, you know, it's Florida. It's, it's going to rain quite a bit. But it was raining, and everybody seemed so excited about the rain, except Jared Goff. Right? Here comes that rain, baby. I like it. A little stickiness. I mean, it's like it. the rain is, was waiting for the event to start. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan of this weather. Yeah, bring that rain. Let it rain. The fact that I couldn't, if I was running the Rams and my quarterback didn't want to go out and play in the rain or couldn't play in the cold weather or couldn't do anything like this, I mean, I'd be livid. I'd, I'd be so fucking pissed. Like, 
That's going to happen. Imagine if he has to go on the road to go play Buffalo in the late months. Or imagine if he goes to the playoffs and he has to go somewhere like Philadelphia or Green Bay or Chicago. You know, whenever he's out in these cold weathers or whenever he's out in an area where it could rain, could snow, could do anything, he's not going to perform. Here are just some things I trust more than I trust Jared Goff playing in bad weather scenarios. People who wear socks with sandals. Prison showers. You can't be that bad, right? Not as bad as Jared Goff. Nathan Peterman. Fuck it. Put him out there. I mean, he at least played in Buffalo. I mean, sure. Why not? Put him out there, quarterback. Might might stand a better chance. By the way, if you can't tell, I fucking hate Jared Goff. Number four. This man had probably the easiest Super Bowl to grab. And I mean... Right here. It was right here in his damn hands. Look at this. Lombardi Trophy right there. Had it. Easily had it. Against the Patriots. The Patriots put up 14. And this is... They had a defense that wasn't that great. I mean, it really wasn't. Pat Mahomes put up 30-plus. Basically the same personnel the year before. Had Blake Bortles put up 20. Uh, I mean, they, they had some really shoddy quarterbacks... And, you know, some quarterbacks, well, obviously not Pat Mahomes, but some other quarterbacks that had played the Patriots. Nick Foles put up 41 against a very similar Patriots defense. They had quarterbacks that aren't better than Jared Goff do really well against the Patriots. This man damn near put up a goose egg. I don't remember his exact stats from the Super Bowl, but I know that the Rams walked away with three points. It's because Jared Goff sucks. It's not a cold weather game. It's not anything like that. If I'm not mistaken, it was in a dome. This this Patriots defense was maybe top 15 in the league. Like, they may have cut the halfway point. I mean, it, it's Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. They're known for scoring offenses and doing long, methodical drives that for some reason score points. And Jared Goff put up three? Three. Uh, it, it was pitiful. He's historically known for probably being a part of the most boring Super Bowl of all time. I think anybody who has any memories of that game would probably be memories afterwards. Because nobody gave a shit about that game. The most exciting thing I saw on the day of that Super Bowl was a car crash on my way home. Still more action than Jared Goff had in his offense. And... Number five! This is going to be the final reason, but this is also going to be a little bit lengthy. I have a lot to say about this one. He is the most system quarterback. A lot of people have been saying Tom Brady's a system quarterback. He went away from Bill Belichick. He's now in Tampa Bay. And yes, he has better receivers, but he's playing well. He, he's playing Tom Brady-like. He, he hasn't changed too much from New England to Tampa Bay. Granted, Jared Goff has never left the Los Angeles Rams... So we don't exactly know what he would play like in, under, in other systems. But he has had a coaching change. His rookie year, he was underneath Jeff Fisher. Now, NFL fans, you know Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher is absolutely terrible. I mean, goff-awful, you know, uh, or goof-awful, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Terrible. I mean, Jeff Fisher is awful. But Jared Goff looked terrible underneath his system. And I mean horrible. And I mean bad. And I mean there was no good word to describe it. Whenever I was watching him at the Combine, I thought the kid was going to be a bust. I always thought Carson Wentz was going to be the more successful quarterback. And as I'm looking at it, 
I still kind of think that. I don't care if he's gone to a Super Bowl. I don't care if Carson Wentz's team got a ring without Carson Wentz. I still think Carson Wentz is the more successful quarterback and still will be at the end of his career. Because if Jared Goff doesn't get re-signed by the Sean McVay-led Los Angeles Rams, that guy's going to be dog shit on some other team. I don't. I want to say he already got a contract extension. I could be wrong on that. I don't exactly know his contract because I don't want to know how much that pointless fuck is making. If I know how much money he's making, I'm going to get furious because whew, we're going to have a whole other conversation. But whenever you look at this, look at his stats from his rookie year. Yes, it's his rookie year. He's getting acclimated to the league, whatever, whatever. But the amount of change and the significant increase in his stats from an efficiency standpoint, whenever you're looking at him from his rookie year to his sophomore year, whether it's just his first year with Sean McVay, it's mind-boggling. And here's why. Sean McVay is a great coach. Point blank simple. That's why. Look at his team. You also can look at the personnel around him. Look at the wide receivers he had back in his rookie year. And then look at who he had, his second, his third, or even so on in the league. I guarantee you he didn't have Cooper Cup. He didn't have Robert Woods. He didn't have Brandon Cooks. The man has turned himself into the most system quarterback. And I think it's very clear. I don't think anybody can watch Jared Goff and actually think he could work well with another system. I mean, the man's got an above-average offensive line. Some of the best wide receivers in the National Football League whenever it comes to a core. Maybe not the number ones, number twos. You know, he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't have Julio Jones. But he has some of the most consistent wide receivers in the league whenever they're there. I think Cooper Cup, Robert Woods... Uh, they would all do fine under other systems, and I think that's fair to say. The man was also carried by Todd Gurley early on in his career. Todd Gurley started to fall off a little bit, also some injury concerns, everything like that. But even now, this year, Malcolm Brown and Darnell Henderson are playing fine. They're, they're, I mean, they're doing enough to where Jared Goff still looks competent. Let me not tell you about how well this Rams defense is playing this year. I mean, this defense is putting up outstanding numbers. Uh, one of the top 10, maybe top 5 defenses in the league this season being 2020. And yet you guys have the audacity to call Jared Goff a decent quarterback? Like, how do you look around him, look at the stat difference whenever he went from Fisher to McVay, and then look at all the other personnel around him, and still call him a decent quarterback? I don't want to be, like, over-exaggerating. Yeah, I do. It's Red Rage. Let's get fucking crazy. Jared Goff is only a good quarterback because of his team. Put Jared Goff with the Bengals. Guarantee Joe Burrow does better numbers. Put Jared Goff on the Titans. Guarantee Tannehill does better numbers. Put Jared Goff with the Jets. Guarantee Jared Goff puts up better numbers than Sam Darnold. But that's not the point. Okay, congrats. You're not the worst quarterback in the league. But, I mean, the fucking Cowboys just went out with Ben DiNucci. All right, what the fuck do you want from me? Let's go back to that song. Jared Goff's a bitch. He's a big fat bitch. He's the biggest bitch in the NFL. He's a stupid bitch. He ever was a bitch. He's a bitch who walled up boys and girls. So, yeah. I mean, what more is there to say? System QB. Can't play in the cold. Can't play in the rain. Mr. Perfect for some reason. He's not clutch. I mean, if you look at his playoff numbers, he hasn't had a good playoff game yet. He's absolutely terrible. He's carried by everybody else on his team. 
Jared Goff is a space filler. And I promise you that. I promise you once the contract is up for Jared Goff, he's going to move on. He's going to fall into the sunset and some other team. And some other team's going to take a chance on him. You know, why not? Why wouldn't you? I'm, I'm sure at that point he's going to have a couple more division titles, a couple more something elder, whatever the hell you want to call it. Because Sean McVay is a genius. Sean McVay is a great coach. And the rest of that team is pretty damn good themselves. Oh, I would hate to be the team that signs Jared Goff. Woo! Woo! Might as well just fire your GM now if they're even thinking about it. And that's why that's why I'm a GM's for hire, baby. I'm I'm up there, you know? Uh, let me let me get in your front office. Let me tell you how bad Jared Goff's going to be and let me save you from that financial burden later on in his career. I think we all know when it comes to the later months in the season, it's cold, it's rainy, it's going to snow, it's going to pour rain, it's going to be freezing outside. And if it's under 60 degrees, this guy's not going to be able to complete a damn pass, at least not efficiently. So why would you even take a chance? When it matters the most, he's not going to perform. When you look at the playoffs, when you, whether you look at cold weather, whether you look at anything, I mean, the guy is pitiful after the second half of the season. Sure, second half of regular season, he plays Los Angeles. I'm sure somebody's going to find a stat that, shut up, okay? This is Red Rage. We're not here for your bullshit. Feel free to bring that my way. I'd love to discredit it because we can talk all day about how bad Jared Goff is, and I'd love to do that. If anybody wants to bring me on their show, any Rams fans watching this want to try to argue me on why Jared Goff's not a bad quarterback, right there. Comment section, baby. That's what you have to do. I, I hope this thing gets some thumbs down because I want to see the Jared Goff fanboys come out. I'm a guy, Mr. Perfect, great quarterback. Shut up. Jared Goff sucks. Join me. Join me up here. Because here, we think with reason, we think with sanity, and we don't think Jared Goff's a good quarterback because of those two reasons. But hey, what are you going to do? The guy's still in the NFL for some reason. He's still obviously decent enough to hold over this Rams offense, whatever the fuck you want to say. I don't care what you say about Jared Goff, he's bad. Uh, go back and look at it. Go back, look at his Super Bowl performance. Go back and look at any playoff game he's ever played. Go back and look at his Jeff Fisher days. I think that kind of shows the real quarterback you're going to get and not, you know, go look at Jared Goff when he wasn't in a great system. That's what you're going to get. Red Rage episode two, baby. You finally found out why I hate Jared Goff. Those are your top five reasons to hate Jared Goff. Uh, I'm sure there's more. <laughs> I'd love to talk and discuss more, but I don't want to make this episode too long, so... Uh, thank you all for the support on the first episode. It was absolutely phenomenal. It's done numbers that I can't even imagine. Uh, and so feel free to keep it moving. Red Rage, episode two. You guys obviously are liking it, so I'm going to keep bringing it. Episode three will be on the way next week. Let me know what you guys want me to do. If you guys want me to shit on your team for a little bit. If you guys want me to shit on a player. If you guys want me to come up with something. Or if you guys want me to talk about a certain topic, I'd love to do it. So... And Or even if somebody said something and you want me to react to it in an angry kind of way, then put it down there, you know? Why not? Link a video. I'll go check it out. We can figure something out for Red Rage Episode 3. But until then, we'll post in here for Red Rage. I'll see you next time. Peace.